Hey, fanboy nation. This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching fanboy. 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 A fanboy, etc. Fanboy nation. Dot. I assume Tom. Um. Today, I have the utmost pleasure of speaking with Jean Renault, who stars as a dubious villain that I actually root for in the new movie, The Doorman. How are you, sir? I'm okay. I'm, I'm in good shape. <laughs> That's all we can hope for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the one time where I'll, I'll watch a movie and actually cheer for the villain and want them to succeed. You play this very charming, ruthless character that I, yeah. that I actually, in a sense, admire. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's somebody who likes, uh, is somebody who likes arts. Maybe, maybe it is the reason he, he, be, he became a villain. He likes very much painting. Painting is all his life. And uh, he came for that. He came, uh, he came to his partner who was, uh, who was hiding the, the painting in some place. You will discover the place in the movie. And that's why he's there. And then, of course, doing something bad, you will go inside uh, a badass and you will become somebody very difficult to manage with. Well, the character uh, of Victor Dubois, who you play, um, his love of art uh, doesn't stop him from going to extremes. But then when we find out the value of the paintings, you can somewhat understand uh, from that psychological aspect why he would go to those links. But if you if you if you go to a museum of if you look at uh, art, okay, it, it is a lot of money. Money, I understand. But also, they're fantastic painting, and if you look at it every day, you will find something new. And that's why people they pay those fortune to have those paintings. I've been working with Steve Martin, who is a real collector of art and and he has in 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 his walls at home fantastic painting so my character dubois it is in the middle it is the money but it is also the art you know what is it about people that are art collectors that would be willing to go to that extreme in some instances because we hear about the black market uh, of art dealing to have this painting in their home when for $20, you can go buy a print and put it in a $100 frame or a $200 frame. And, and sometimes you have people, you have people, they buy a painting and they put it on a safe and they put a copy in the wall. <laughs> yeah, because for that, you know, the, 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 the sentiment of having this only for them, it is a selfish uh, idea, but to have that only for them, it is all their life. Yeah, art creates emotions, you know, in in people, and those emotions are completely different. Uh, depend on the you know the the people that you have in front in front of you. You know, we we have, all react in different ways uh, in front of the art. That's why art is so so important. Yeah. Well, you're an artist yourself as an actor, as a writer, as everything else that you do in the arts. Uh, when you, when you get a character like, like Dubois, who in a sense, like you said, is in the middle of the, the passion for the collection of the art and the money behind the art. Um, is there something in you that says, okay, I understand, say if it's, you know, a Rembrandt, for example, 
you know, there's a part of you is like, I would love this to be mine hanging in my living room above the fireplace because I am able to have this versus as an artist to express yourself and say, I want to share this with the world. Of course, of course, for the, 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 the biggest collectors, they can, they can give the art to museum like that. Everybody can see it. That's, I mean, in my heart, it is completely normal. You cannot keep that for you. But my character in the movie is able to keep it for him. It's a, he's not, he's not a generous man <laughs> by the end. There's uh there's one scene in particular with, uh, with Rupert and he's giving you a glass of wine and to the point of, um, you complain that it's an Italian wine that you don't even like. It, it shows the level of sophistication in the character of himself that it's so passe to sit there. Ah, this is Italian. I didn't even enjoy this. Whatever. <laughs> we'll drink it anyway. No, that was a joke with the writer and the producer. That was a joke because you have in Italy fantastic wine. You have, uh, you have big, big wines. Uh, then they can reach in California also. You have very good wines too. No, that's completely a joke because uh, you can find good wines traveling, you know, not only in France, of course. But there's still a little bit of that Latin rivalry between the Italian and the French that, uh. Yeah, of course, of course. But they, they, they're not far from each other. They're not far. On the top of them, they're not far. Visually in the film, we see a lot of Byzantine architecture. I mean, we even have the Russian cab driver who has the, the Greek and Russian icons in the car. And then this beautiful crucifix that's on the door where uh, Ruby's character, Ali, is hiding at, at one point from your henchman. Uh, how important was it for the scenery? I mean, even the wallpaper in this building that's about to be renovated has this artistic feel to it. Is that just the whole tone of the film? It's not necessarily, okay, here's some writer's apartment and, we're, you know, it's the, we have to go through there for the paintings. We get, it's just all encompassing. Yeah, I guess it is an idea of, uh, of uh, the refugee in America, in fact. Uh, and uh, it, it is, an, I guess, it is an idea of the past in the script and saying that the people they came uh, around those years, they came to America. You know, after the Second World War, a lot of people, they moved, even before the, the Second World War. Maybe it is, uh, they want, they want to talk about history through that. And you saw the sign, and it is very nice that somebody can see that. Yeah, I mean, just the detail, even in the background, I mean, it, yeah. to, it wasn't to the point that it distracted me from the story, but I said, oh, this is a gorgeous Byzantine cross. Oh, this is, you know, an Italian influence. Oh, this is uh, Bulgarian from here, and this is... Uh, Austria, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, that all that encompassing influence was in there. Yeah, and today, if you read sometimes in the newspaper, you can have articles about uh, saying that if you don't understand the past as a, a politician, you you not go, have a good analyze about the future. Be, be, because you need the past to, to understand who you are and maybe wh where you go again. Uh, with a character like Victor. In the history, I mean, of course. Absolutely. But with a character like Victor, who's such an art aficionado and, a, and not only just appreciates the art itself, when you have something there, it seems as if 
he has his hand in the past as well, since we're bringing up history, because you can't separate the era of the art that he's seeking from the historical aspects of what was going on in Europe at that time. Exactly. And did you see that with his, his partner, also the relationship with the partner, but also in the, the violence between his violence is completely different than the, 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 his gang, let's say. In front of him, you have bad people and they are completely different because they do not have the same past and they do not use the gun in the same way. The, and the passion for, for each one has a different motivation. Like Boris's motivation is different than Victor's motivation and so on and so forth going, going down the line. Completely. Completely. That's why Dubois is a little bit uh, complex. But they also say that, you know, uh, extremely wealthy people don't get their hands dirty. They hire someone else to do that. And we see that instance in Dubois character. That's the the history of mankind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, most re- you know, starting. Uh, well, we'll go to Italy with the Medici family. They were uh, they were quite notorious for that. So, my goodness, my yeah. goodness. Yes. When you when you get presented a role like this, and you see the level of sophistication of the character, how much of yourself gets put into this? And how much of it do you enjoy getting to play a different personality type than your own? You, let's say when, when, let's, you have to, to believe in yourself inside the script. I mean, uh, instead of wanting, demonstrating the script, you have to let yourself uh, yourself, really yourself. Uh, smelling the wine. You smell the wine. Of course, it's a joke, it is Italian wine, but you smell really the, the, the wine. And the wine was an Italian wine. So we need, we need something not, not fake to inside a fake situation of course if you understand what i'm saying and 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 the art also i believe that that art is 80 million dollars it's easy and because i know those paintings so in that case you you put your taste you do not say, okay, I'm going to do the movie. I'm reading the script. Today we do what? Today we should I I should no. No. You know that you love Rembrandt and you know that you love Picasso. You, you know that because you've seen that and it comes with you. It comes with you and, and, and it goes with the violence. It goes uh, all along the, 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 the movie. It lives with you. You, you do not cut yourself from your real taste. In fact. Okay. Let's put you in this situation as Jean Renault. You know, you're a Frenchman. Uh, I'm assuming you've obviously been to the Louvre and Notre Dame and, uh, and all these yeah. places. In I Paris. did that in Da Vinci Code. I was yeah. with Tom Hanks. We shot inside the Louvre, the museum, for three weeks for Da Vinci Code. I didn't and realize it was actually shot in the Louvre. It, it was unbelievable. We had the museum closed for only Tom Hanks and myself. You know, wow. can you believe the lucky we were? Absolutely. I'm now I'm jealous. <laughs> which, is, which is leading to uh, to the question uh, it's now even more envious 
since you have those, let's put you back in that situation for three weeks. You have a bit of Victor Dubois mentality. What painting in the Louvre would you want to take home for yourself? Uh, if, if, if there's, of course, there's some, I mean, the, the top, it is the, uh, La Joconde, of course, mm-hmm. because I, I can assure you, every evening before shooting, Tom and I, we went to look at La Joconde, and we move in front of La Joconde because we were told that La Joconde will look at you if you're on the left of the painting in the center or on the right. And, uh, of course, you can't take that. Right. You can't. And I can tell you, the first impression, it is small. But it is the one yet that you want to have and or, or look at it. Mm-hmm. Every day, if you if you can, it's it is something you, you cannot define completely why it is what it is, but it has a, it has a force, a big force, and and you can see the people coming and and staying. Wow, because it is real. It is a big, big piece, big masterpiece. Would we be more surprised because this is a smaller piece? We find out the Mona Lisa is a smaller piece. You know, yes. all, all the legendary aspects of, of these arts, we'd assume that they'd be, you know, 20 feet tall with the way people describe their emotional connection to it and then find out it's, you know, uh, 12 by 12 by 16 or 24 by, by 38 or what, or whatever. So I'm giving random dimensions before people get mad at me. I'm not saying the specific sides of the ca- canvas. But to see that a smaller piece like that could invoke such emotion and passion, what does that say to you as an artist, and how does that influence your work? You you, you say it about the size. The size means you can find you can find in love that. You, you, if you said um, I'm nobody, I live in a little town. I found a girl. I live with that girl, and we have that little love. No, for you and for her, that's a big love, and doesn't have anything with the side of of uh, the, the environment, the side of the situation. It is the lesson you take from uh, Mona Lisa. It is not the size; it is the heart. It is the heart. Oh wow! I like it. Very European philosophy come, uh, coming through with you at this point. You, you feel the same when you go home and you find the, the, the person you love. This is my love. Uh, I enjoy that. Uh, Ru- Ruby Rose is the, uh, is the protagonist in the film and she's, yes. um, you know, and she's, uh, <clears throat> what's it called? You know, she's the heroine. She's, she's the a- yes. action star in this. Yep. Uh, was it important when working with her that the story uh, not say, um, you know, we have to say she's a strong, independent woman, you know, because it's clearly shown that she's a strong, independent woman through her character and who she is as a person? No, 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 no. We are in 2020, you know, and uh, today, let's say the strength or the weakness is in everybody. No, no, a woman, a man, no, 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 today to be modern 
it, it is to allow everybody to be a hero. So I, I didn't think about that. I, I have read the script and, and when I saw her and I saw her honesty when he, she acts and when she does, you know, all the, 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 the fight and everything she does and she does it, I mean, directly. She's not wondering, am I able to do that for you because I'm a woman? That's completely stupid. My, my wife has a big heart and, and the red, red vein, red, like me, you know, you know. <laughs> I'm just happy when that happens in a story. I'm also jealous that her American accent's better than mine. But, <laughs> but uh, Jean Renault, thank you so much for talking to me today about your character, Victor Dubois and the doorman uh, coming home on Blu-ray and DVD October 13th from Lionsgate uh, and will be on demand in digital October 9th. It's been a great pleasure chatting with you and hopefully I'll get to see you face to face out here in Los Angeles sometime soon. Thank you.